Tom Gerhardt and Dan Provost are the guys behind Studio Neat. On this show, we discuss entrepreneurship, product design, and all of the ups and downs that come with running a small business. I'm Mike Hurley, and this is Thoroughly Considered. So on the last show, uh, you guys made kind of a passing reference to the fact that you plan for the holiday season real early and that a big part of your revenue is generated during this period. So considering we are now approaching kind of the time and we are now in the time where a lot of retail is is focusing their efforts towards the holidays, um, I wanted to talk to you guys about the way that you as a business plan for that and kind of why that is so important to you. We just kind of went through... uh kind of making all the materials and kind of finalizing all the stuff we're going to send out for the holiday promotion kind of season in general. So yeah, it's a good time. It's very fresh, all that stuff. Um, and this year we were, had a, a very busy uh, kind of putting out of products too, uh, kind of at the same time, which I guess happens pretty frequently. Um, so yeah, we have lots to talk about in that vein for sure. So you mentioned uh, you're putting things together for Studio Neat. When does like holiday season mode begin? Like from the public perspective. Uh, from the public perspective, you know, I mean, the cliche is like you know Black Friday or Cyber Monday or whatever. That's like the uh, the kind of typical when you see all the the retail push and uh, when the kind of holiday shopping season starts proper uh so i mean for better or for worse that's generally when we kind of you know send out our emails and and do our thing as well how much of your annual revenue like percentage wise is generated during this period like is it significant is it extremely significant yeah, it's um I actually don't know percentage wise, but it's definitely very significant. Right. Um it's a little bit hard to kind of tease out exactly like a real clean trend line because almost every year or maybe every year uh we've also been launching a new like product to the public that's pretty big ar- around this time. So, it's really hard to suss out is that spike mostly coming from a new product or is it just because people are, you know, buying gifts? So it's kind of really hard, but it definitely feels very significant. And it, um, like definitely last year, it, it, uh, it, uh, generated a lot of revenue for us and was kind of a really big kind of cushion of cash that we kind of could eat, eat through the rest of the year. Right. Um, to kind of help even out revenue. So it is very important, um, for us and, you know, for like every retail, uh, company I would imagine. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really important, but it is kind of tricky to have a really clear picture about, you know, what it, how important it really is, but, um, it definitely is. I mean, Dan, would you, do you, I mean, agree basically with that assessment? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's very clear to us that it's significant, but yeah, like you said, we, we've gotten into the habit of also launching new products during that, you know, holiday quarter. So it's, 
like you said, it's, it's sometimes hard to extrapolate like, well, how much of this was just the fact that it was a new product and how much is because it's the holidays. And so I assume that most retail businesses work in this way, right? Like to have the, that one quarter so heavily weighted. I've, I mean, I've heard offhanded things where people are like, yeah, half of our revenue is in this holiday quarter. Uh, I mean, I've, I've heard crazy things like that where it's, you know, extremely heavily weighted. We're definitely not weighted that heavily towards the holidays. Um, it's definitely our biggest quarter by far, but it's not like, you know, we make nothing and then it all comes in one quarter. If that was the case, I think we would be way more, we would be pretty uncomfortable with that in general. <laughs> so for me, I like to think about the business as, needing to kind of be healthy and sustainable throughout the year. And then the Christmas is just bonus, right? So that we're not in a mode where we're like depending on Christmas because it's a little bit nerve wracking. And I think we're kind of, we kind of are in that position, but not, you know, not kind of not month to month. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I think this is definitely, you know, the, 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 the mode and, you know, it's tricky because, because that's true for most retail, it's, you know, you kind of get lost in the noise. So that's really tricky for us is trying to think about, you know, how we can time things to where we can stand out a little or, you know, kind of be a little bit um, play to some of our strengths in terms of when we can, you know, message people and stuff like that. Because, you know, there's just like so much noise. I mean, you get so many emails on like used to be Black Friday, now Cyber Monday, that it's kind of it's kind of crazy. So how do you guys think about that then? You mentioned about the emails. What is the studio neat marketing strategy that leads into this period? I mean, it's basically gener generally uh, sending an email to our email list with, uh, with a discount code that you can use on our website to get a discount on anything in our store. Um, and then sometimes we'll try to do some external marketing as well. So like, for example, we're just sponsoring a, a couple podcasts this year um, where the episodes will air kind of in the uh, late November, early December timeframe. Uh, and then, uh, you know, honestly, these it's not coincidental that some of these product launches happen in the holiday season is... Um, that seems to work out really well for us and also be, you know, considered kind of a marketing thing. If we're releasing new things as well, then we have, you know, something else to talk about, something interesting to talk about. And so I think that helps with just kind of the general overall marketing plan as well. But pretty simple in general, you know, uh, we, I, I think I always want to kind of have more of a, in my view, like sophisticated or a bigger like holiday promotion or release or something. Um, but when we come down to actually making decisions about it, we do do a pretty straightforward, simple thing, which is just like an email and uh, simple, which I think is still the, the best answer for us. But it always feel like at least it feels to me that like maybe we should do something bigger. It should be more whiz bang or complex or we should put kind of more of our eggs in the, the holiday basket. But um but yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. Yeah. Like whenever I look at, uh, like cards against humanity stuff, yeah. uh, it always gets me thinking like, should we be doing more? Cause they go, you know, I don't know how many people are familiar, but they go all out with their, uh, holiday stuff. And it's usually, you know, they have, they're kind of in a unique position and how their game is, is they can be, you know, super irreverent and do ridiculous things. So like in the past, 
they've had like black Friday quote unquote sales where they actually like raise the price of all their products, $5 on that Friday instead of lower it. Um, so they just do silly stuff like that. That works really well for them and they get tons of, uh, publicity. So I'm always thinking like we should be putting more energy into this, but you know, again, I, I think it just comes down to Tom and I, we're just more interested in product design than any of this other stuff. So it's always like a little bit torturous to, uh, to feel good about putting so much energy into these things. Um, yeah. Like I think the, the cars against humanity folks, they, they start all that stuff in June with like full time, like planning all of those, the, like the big things they're doing now with like the, the gifts. And so, I mean, it's a full on product, like huge effort for them. And, we mm-hmm. yeah we've never seen it super make sense to kind of do a big uh, fun thing like that. But you know I don't yeah know I think I, yeah I think I think the key for us if we were to try to go down that that direction is to have it feel like a product design where I think yeah. cards can do it because that's probably like super fun to, to work on like the the things that they come up with are so you know absurd and silly and really funny that it's probably as fun to work on their marketing stuff as it is to, you know, work on the game itself. Uh, so they're just like, they've set themselves up really well for it to be that way. So I think if we were to go down that path, it would need to like be as fulfilling as like designing a product. Yeah. So that's the idea of like doing something that is completely focused on this time of year rather than like what most companies do and like what you guys are doing is just like making some slight adjustments to your marketing your promotions maybe shuffling things around in your product line but they actually have like a whole product that is that is created and only exists for the holidays yeah right yeah and you know i it's i would have a hard time knowing what that would be for us because i feel like it's you know, yeah, what could it be? But, you know, may, I don't know. I could see some things, definitely. I mean... Yeah, but there's... We're, you know, in a somewhat of a unique position in that because a lot of the things we make are... And want to continue to make are based around Apple products. Uh, we have these other seasons that are, I guess, a lot of times kind of aligned with the holiday season. But we can, you know, attach to an iPhone launch as a kind of marketing mechanism in the same way that cards can, you know, do a Hanukkah thing or a Christmas thing or whatever. Um, so that's kind of cool for us. Uh, so like, you know, if we just like wanted to do something randomly for the Apple watch or something, you know, and let's say we're predicting that a new one is, they're going to release, you know, watch two in April or whatever. I mean, who knows about any of this, but let's just say, then we could, you know, it would be smart as a marketing tactic to, you know, have a product that we can launch at around the same time that that product comes up. So they kind of feed off one another. All right. So, you know, you're talking about like the idea of some of these companies and they have these huge efforts. So they start very early making their planning decisions but obviously there is some stuff that you guys have to plan like even from like a stock perspective and things like that so when does that begin for you guys and and what does that look like i'm trying to think when we made the decisions kind of about what we're doing now i i feel like it was probably in like june or something right dan where we kind of decided on our kind of plan and um 
And really what that meant was we knew, like, you know, at that time we were really working on Obi and we knew that Obi would not be ready for Christmas. So we knew that we wouldn't have like a big new product uh, for the holiday season. So we were trying to think about what we could do to uh, have something new because basically what we want to try to do as much as we can is only email like our email list when we actually have something to say, right? Not just be like, Hey, remember that we have products that you can buy (laughs) more like, Hey, we have this new thing or, you know, this or that. So, um, so we were trying to think about what we could do that would be new, that would be coming out, that would be exciting that we could tell people about. So at that point we decided to, um, kind of fill out some of the cocktail, our cocktail tools line with some things that are more stocking stuffery, kind of lower price point stuff. Um, and so we decided to do the um, cocktail rimming tray, which we just released, and to break out some of the parts of the neat ice kit separately as well. So I think we made that decision maybe before June. Can you remember, Dan? It was something like May or June, though, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And I mean, I think, I think on top of that also is in terms of planning for the holidays, not even marketing stuff, but just the whole inventory aspect of, we have to plan, you know, if we want to make sure we have enough neat ice kits for the holiday season, we do have to start planning for that, you know, in the early summer or even earlier, perhaps just to give us enough buffer if things go wrong, which they inevitably always do. So this is one of the rough, this is one of the rough things about kind of a small business like ours is the way the kind of retail pattern works is you're getting a lot of cash flow in the holiday quarter and the summer months are your lowest points typically, uh, like revenue wise. But you're ne- you're needing to order a ton of inventory for the holidays in the summer when you're the most cash-strapped, basically. Uh, so it's really kind of a bummer that that is the way retail works, and and uh, it's uh, things get pretty lean in the summertime. But uh, you know, thankfully, you know, we get the spike in the holidays, and then it all starts over again. So how do you get? How do you work with that? Then how do you get around that? Like, yeah, how do you manage to cash flow? Yeah, uh, well, I mean, we depend on kind of a, having a lump sum in the bank, right, at post holidays, and then you know, kind of keep an eye on that and just kind of make sure, in general, we can, you know, we can um, be in a position to where we can order what we need to order. Um, it's it's really hard to super plan out like the cash flow stuff because you know we might order. Uh, some parts and depending on the vendor we're working with like the payment terms can be different like sometimes it's full up front sometimes it's 50 percent up front sometimes there's nothing up front and they just we pay when they ship like there's all kind of different time schedules that these things happen so it's kind of not impossible but impractical for us to really sit down and try to really plan out dollars and cents but the i mean the if the thing we just you know kind of try to do is just have a decent amount a decent chunk of kind of reserve capital in the bank that we know we're going to be using to kind of uh, stock up inventory and stuff kind of, you know, quarter Q- Q2, Q1 sort of thing. So, you know, it's, it's really hard to be exact about it. And, you know, we, it's always a compromise too. You know, we, uh, if we had our druthers, we would just order like a million of each thing and like never have to worry about inventory again. Right. <laughs> but uh, we don't have that kind of money. So it's really, uh, you know, a balancing act of, you know, 
this or that. Like for instance, we don't have probably the number, like we're kind of lower on glyphs than we would want going into the holiday season. And that's because of some supply chain issues. So, you know, it's always, it always feels like we're a little bit behind the ball um, on some of that inventory stuff, especially around this time of year. So it's, it's tricky, you know. It's tricky. That's something we did. That's definitely area like room for improvement, right? It's a place where we can could get better at kind of uh, knowing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And to further compound the issue of the whole like ordering inventory in the summer thing is, we would prefer to order more frequently in smaller batches. But the way most manufacturing works, and I think we've touched on this before, is just. You know, you start to get deeper discounts the higher quantity uh, you order. So, yeah, if we could order like, you know, 100,000 of something, it would be, you know, in a lot of cases, super cheap and we could just like have it sitting there. But obviously that's we don't have the cash for that and it's inefficient and kind of dumb for a lot of other reasons. But uh, that just kind of adds to the problem. Yeah. Tricky. Tricky, all this hidden, uh, there's all of this hidden stuff, I feel like, with like a physical business, like a physical product business that um, it's all just hidden and really and really hard. It's all the logistics stuff. Yeah, because I wonder how you even, like, how do you even first find that out? Uh, like how uh, the first time that this happens, like uh, the holidays come around and you haven't got enough product or whatever, like you just have to wait until you fail. Is that like how it works? Yeah, you just lose. You just leave money on the table, right? You just sell out. You say, "Sorry, we don't have any." And usually, it's like a scramble. Like a couple of times, we've kind of had that, and we've had you know, it's kind of a scramble to get it done. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's just all guessing. I mean, I think if we had like ten employees that were like only having the job of trying to plan this out and like really get it right, I, don't, I think we'd be wrong a lot of the time too. I mean, I think it's just really. I mean, even Apple, right? They get this stuff wrong. So I think it's really hard to do it right. Um, so I think really the, the lesson is just, it's hard. You're going to get it wrong. Um, and, you know, try to, try to, uh, you know, get, you know, get more, like get as much inventory as you can. Right. And just, you know, have faith that it'll, it'll come through. So it's, you know, I wish I had, I wish we were better at this. I feels like we should be, it feels like something computers should solve for us, but they don't solve it for us. <laughs> yeah. Why don't computers solve it? Yeah, well, you know, it's funny. So, you know, we sell through Amazon, right? Fulfilled by Amazon. And they're pretty good at sending us emails being like, okay, this is how many you normally sell. Uh, you should think about maybe putting this many in stock for the holidays, right? They kind of have more of a kind of a clear picture about how that goes. And so, you know, I think computers could definitely help quite a bit. But, you know, it's all these weird factors. Like, for instance, last year we had we were lucky and we got a couple... Um, really nice write-ups for the Need Ice Kit, like being in gift guides. And that could make you sell like two or three times as much as you were planning, right? And you just can't <laughs> know that that stuff's going to happen. So it's like, and you don't want to be too conservative and have that happen and then lose out on sales or you don't want to make way too many. And then, you know, you went through all this like, uh, kind of lean because you're running out of money stuff because you made a bunch of Need Ice Kits in preparation and then they don't sell. And so you're sitting on a lot of inventory, which is expensive, blah, blah, blah. So it's, you know, it's, it, you just can't know, right? It's really hard. Um, so we just try to do the best we can. And I think we're slowly getting better maybe, but, uh, you know, it is hard. It, it's hard. So let's talk about this year then. 
So you mentioned a couple of things that you're looking at doing this time around. You've got a couple of new products. Good question. Uh, would those would like the cocktail rimming tray and stuff? Would that have still come out? Were you were you always planning to do that this year, or is that just kind of like uh, another idea that you've had that you decided to put into action now because of the way things have gone in the last couple of months? Yeah. So I think yeah, the cocktail rimming tray we had planned to do even if Obi succeeded. Like we had the idea. We were like, let's do like one little thing. It's like a stocking stuffer, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So so let's do that. Um and then you know when Obi didn't succeed, we were, we still like already had the uh the wheels turning for that. So we just, you know, continued down that path. And so interestingly the remote stand as an idea came well after we were already working on the cocktail tray, but it was released before it just because we were able to just turn it around so quickly since we did it all in house. Um, so that the remote stand was more of a capricious, like, Oh, Hey, here's an idea. Let's like see if we can release it in three weeks. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, that just, that one just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, but the the cocktail rimming tray was always just like a little stocking stuffer, and and it and maybe brings more attention to the other kind of cocktail products. Right. So it was the the plan. The plan was the tray, and then to we we've always wanted to be able to sell uh, like extra molds for the neat ice kit, but we just kind of never got around to it for whatever reason. And so uh, we know we we knew we wanted to make that uh, available this year as well as you know the disparate parts of like someone wanted to just buy the muddler or the lewis bag or whatever they could do that now and so um basically what was involved in that is just like we had to kind of design the packaging for all of those so that they could be sold as a as a standalone item so you mentioned uh some marketing emails that you were working on as well like what what does that look like for you this this time around well, uh, we're, we just sent one, um, like yesterday or mm-hmm. on Monday. Um, and that was announcing the cocktail rimming tray, but we also kind of te- you know, gave, told people that there's going to be a discount this holiday season and it's going to work from now until the end of the holiday season, you know, with the thought of, you know, if anyone wants to get started early, they can, you know, and just to let them know things aren't, you know, n- you don't need to wait until black Friday or whatever to get the best deal or whatever. So, um, that was good. And I, and I liked that approach of kind of um, releasing something that's new and exciting um, and, you know, and then having kind of the kind of holiday deals ready. And then we're planning, planning on sending another email, either Cyber Monday or right before being like, OK, just kind of more in general a reminder. Hey, these things make great gifts and kind of an overview summary of what exists, kind of what what's out there, just reminding people. Um, and then. We might uh, send another email later, closer to Christmas, that's more about um, cocktail stuff in general. Um, I don't want to commit to it now, but we might do some sort of recipe, something related to highball uh, with like, you know, just the holidays and people entertaining and just kind of being like, hey, here's some ideas, that kind of thing. So I feel like, you know, we're not trying to go crazy. It's a real, it's always a super balance for us trying to figure out how many emails we should send because we really don't. We really don't want to be a pain to anyone, right? We want to really be really only providing kind of somewhat valuable or somewhat like newsworthy emails, not just kind of blasting. So it's always a real struggle for us figuring out how much to do and, you know, how aggressive we should be with the marketing, advertising, that sort of thing. So 
that's kind of, but that's um, kind of our game plan. I think pretty a pretty light touch. Uh, probably more the more emails than we have done in the past, though, right, Dan? I think this is probably the m- most. I mean, three isn't like a ton over like three months. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. And on the uh, just to go back to the email we're planning to send on Monday is uh, we actually did a photo shoot for which was the first time we've actually put that much effort into an email where we just like basically set a little uh a scene with our like holiday or with our um cocktail products and stuff just so uh we could have kind of like a themed email to send out and so that was a whole that was a whole ordeal uh i'm not sure if it felt worth it yet but i guess we'll see (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's always tricky with photo shoots uh we got it's like we got one photo i like and one photo i don't really like that much (laughs) and we'll be sending both who's doing the photo shoot is it you guys or are you bringing somebody in to do it Uh, we all we always do so we take every single one of our product photos and um it's uh it's you know it's really hard like so we, you know, we, we, we did two things. We did like a cocktail scene and then we did like a scene of like a stocking with like the glyph and the cosmat, kind of the, the Apple related stuff. Where did this email go, by the way? I never feel like I see the emails. Well, this one hasn't gone yet. Uh, well, this one will, this hasn't been oh, sent yet. This hasn't okay. been sent yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this will be Cyber Monday. This is an email preview for the listeners. <laughs> Let us paint <laughs> this visual picture for you, listener. Yeah. But, um... But yeah, you know, we had like a bunch of Christmas stuff out and we just made a super, I think, amateur mistake in like composing it. And then I didn't realize until I was like editing it. But, you know, it's it's um, it's fun. I mean, I really like that we do our own product photography. I'm sure that we would have way better product photography if we had a professional do it. But uh, part of the deal is I don't think Dan and I know how we want to represent the products until we try doing it. Uh so it's kind of it's like part of the like design process like our relationship with these products is like is that is that photographing part um and I think I think like for instance like because we've done like three rounds of like neat ice kid photos at this point I feel like we could hire a professional and kind of and like you know art direct it and it would turn out like way better and really good but for the first round of stuff I feel like it's I I like that we are doing it Dan I mean do you agree like if we had the budget, do you, would you want to get like a like for the first time have like a someone else photograph our stuff? I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, mostly just because I don't like doing it. Uh, but <laughs> I, and and yeah, like the end result would certainly be better. Um, but I think I think we generally do a, a passable job. Yeah, I think it's passable. I think like if you have somebody else doing it. For you, like they bring a maybe a different eye to it than than you, yeah. right? So there can mm-hmm. be stuff that they see, like you're too close. You're like, no man, you, you can't obscure that. It's like it's the one love. <laughs> it's the thing we love so much, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have to tell you though that your email, the the one that you sent out, worked. You mean with the tray? With so you sent out the tray, right? Which also spoke about yeah. like the, the the product stuff in general um, uh-huh. about. About two hours after I read that email, I had the idea to buy a simple syrup kit for my gra- for my uncle. Yes. Nice. <laughs> it was like we were just me and Nadina were just talking. I was like, "What should we get?" And I was like, "Oh, last year when we went over there for Christmas, I was making old fashions and I had all the stuff. Right, the studio needs stuff, mm-hmm. and he really liked them. So I was like, "Oh, I'll buy him some bourbon." I was like, "I'll buy him the simple syrup kit too." 
Perfect. Ah, cool. So it works. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, that's yes. the yeah. I mean, I think that's the idea. I think we, you know, because we're thinking about our products all the time, it's hard to get in the mindset of that like other people don't think about them too, and I'm like, of course they don't. But like, it's hard to. I think for at least for me, and I, I bet for Dan too, that like just telling people about that stuff again feels like beating a dead horse when really it can be a service and can be like reminding them or, you know, whatever. So it's, it, it's, it's just tricky being on this side of things where you want to have a light touch with the marketing, but, you know, you also, you know, have to recognize that, yeah, people like, you know, should be reminded of this stuff sometimes. So I don't know. We'll see. I think we're getting better and better at that. Maybe as well you're feeling more comfortable with it. I think it's like the double-edged sort of it. Like you, you get better at it and you also realize that like this is important for our business. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, maybe people don't want to get this email. Some people will. Those people will give us money. So we kind of got to send this email. Exactly. Yeah. It's a weird, it's a weird, email's like super weird system. Like it's like, you know, why? Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird that it's so like broadcast, but that's the way it is, I guess. So what's going on at HQ right now, then? Manual labor. Uh, yeah, how's that coming along? I, I really like that little video that you that you made. I'm already I'm already up to season seven in Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's my favorite season, so I'm pretty pumped about that. <laughs> um, yeah, we, uh, we are still making remote stands. I think we have finally transitioned to, to making them for just to have in stock. So that okay. feels good. Um, and where we don't know what's going to happen in terms of like, you know, are we just going to kind of keep doing this for another week and then we'll be good for a while or, Will the, will the sales continue to kind of go well for the holidays and then we have to keep doing this? Um, so, you know, we're trying to figure out, do we need to transition the product to more third-party stuff or or what? Um, but that's kind of still going on. And just and a, then, side, um, a side note to that, yeah. it feels good that we... It's like the first time where we're not having to make a uh, decision about quantity, really, because we can just make more or stop making them uh, based on kind of the trends we're observing from the sales from our website. So that's kind of a first. I feel like every other time we put out a new product, we have to make some decision. It's like, do we order 5,000? Do we order 10,000? Do we order 2,000? Is that um, because the, the, the lead time between order and fulfillment is shorter? Yeah, it's that. And um, and then just like the, the, the aforementioned price cuts where you know sometimes if you order a bigger quantity the per unit price is cheaper but then you know are you stuck with way too much inventory so it's kind of this dance you're always having to do with the fact that we're making this thing ourselves. we can kind of avoid that i mean there's there's other problems that come along with this but it's nice at least that i feel like for the first time that aspect of it isn't an issue yeah for sure for sure but it is you know it is getting in the way right like there's a couple um there's a couple of things that I'm really itching to get prototyped and kind of get rolling, uh, like ideas for our next kind of product or two products. And so, uh, you know, it is pretty annoying that like we have these kind of ideas burning in our pockets kind of, and we want to get rolling on them, but this like, you know, ma just kind of making them in house labor is in the way. And, you know, right now it's at the point where it's like the, it's like the, the end is in sight. So it's not worth like, trying to hire someone or get outside help 
Um, and so it's just like this kind of awkward time where it's like, uh, I'll be really glad next week when I can like, you know, uh, use the CNC to like, you know, prototype, you know, something that, you know, we're thinking about making next. So, you know, it's, um, there's definitely ups and downs, but I, I, I'm really glad that the remote stand was done this way, especially when it's this close to the holidays. Like it just gives us a lot of flexibility, which is quite awesome. Thoroughly considered as a joint production of Relay FM and Studio Neat. If you want to find links and information about this week's episode, head on over to relay.fm slash tc slash 5. And a quick note, if you go to studioneat.com and use the promo code HOLIDAYNEAT, you'll get 10% off anything this holiday season. So that's a pretty good deal that you shouldn't miss out on. We'll be back next time. Thank you.